those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Good morning, you Bad Beat podcast listeners, fans, locksmiths, Guam residents, everybody who's tuning in from all over the world. We're super excited to have you along for another installment of the Bad Beats podcast. I am joined with Spaz, who is currently live at the Phillies game. Phillies and Brewers, I believe, right, Spaz? I should be watching it, looking for you, but it's Phillies, Brewers... Um, t- t- take us into the scenery. What- what's going on? You're currently at the game right now. Yep, right now, uh, Phillies are up 4-1. It's about to be the middle of the uh, third. So pretty much what happened was I did go to the Mets series all week. This is my third game in three days. And we just got to address the bad beat of the decade yesterday. <laughs> I mean, for those who watch Sunday Night Baseball, you guys know what I'm talking about. The Phillies Mets. Bottom of the ninth. First of all, Phillies fucking blew a, a lead, four-run lead, because, of course, the bullpen's garbage. But then uh, we get to the ninth, we're down. We start to get the rally, and then a home run gets hit by Bryce Harper, and then it gets, you know, unfortunately ruled back. But the fans are pretty pissed off here. I think that's the gayest rule in baseball. I think if it's out of the park, it should be out. Yeah, so and, and so I was I was watching this one, and I, obviously you're you're there at the stadium, and you were only a couple rows back too, where this thing almost went out, right? Yeah, I almost caught the damn ball. You should have, you should have Bartman did. That honestly, you you probably would have gotten away with it. But what had happened? Again, I know you're you're at the stadium. It's harder to get a gauge of everything that's going on. But it, the, the way that I guess the Phillies stadium is set up, they have this railing that goes over the wall, which would normally be a home run. It goes over the wall even further, and it hits the top of the railing and bounces back in. In every other stadium in the country, this thing's a home run. But for whatever reason, they have this railing here that that cost the Phillies the game. And I, I mean, what what was the what was the mood at the ballpark last night? Oh, fans were pissed. They were throwing trash on the field. They were doing, <laughs> you know, typical Philadelphia shit. But this was just the worst beat I've ever seen to lose a game like that, especially to the Mets. Just pisses me off. Like I said, you know, if it goes out, I don't care if it bounces back in. If it's out, it's fucking out. Yeah, I agree. Even if it bounces back in, it, again, the fact that it hits that top of the railing, it was it was essentially out, and it should have been. Yeah, in the call on the field too was a home run, and they were able to overturn it. But a weird situation. And so this right now, you're sitting at your third game in three days. What's been what, what's been the atmosphere just at the park in the last three days with how bad the Phillies have been playing? Man, they, I, I don't know what's going on, but the Phillies are 0-7 whenever I've been to a Phillies game. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think, That's you know, pretty I bad. Uh, but the atmosphere is great, starting to rain tonight. Uh, one thing I do like about the Phillies is very reasonable price, too, like tonight's dollar dog night. Uh, any no other way. Ballpark, yeah, and, you know, any other ballpark, you don't see that. But I, I also want to address COVID because, you know, as you guys know, I slowly became a baseball guy. I love COVID, and there's a couple of reasons. <laughs> One, I remember going to ballparks before COVID. If you wanted to get up and get a beer, it was impossible. You know, they had beer guys walking down the section, but it was still hell to get a beer. Now you just pop up, go get a beer, come back. I that is fact. Yeah, but, honestly, I, I've, been to, I've been to a couple of games uh, just during COVID, and, yeah, I mean, you couldn't be any more right. Just jumping up, grabbing a beer, grabbing a dog, 
going to the bathroom. I mean, I went to the Coyotes game not too long ago, and I was able to get up. I got some food, got a hot dog, came back, sat back down, got back up, went to the bathroom all during the intermission. You know, if we're t- if this was before COVID, that's going to take three hours. You're missing you're missing <laughs> the entire period. So and that is kind of a, a silver lining, I guess, when it comes to, you know, the, the limited crowds there. But before we kind of jump into some other things, again, it's going to be a pretty quick episode. Obviously, you know, you're pretty busy with, with the Phillies game and some background noise. So we wanted to keep it quick, but I, I wanted to jump into the draft and just get your take. Obviously, you're in Philly. You're an Eagles fan. Tell me about the draft as an Eagles fan. What did you think? NFL draft obviously just happened this weekend. What did you think of the Eagles picks? Let's go. Uh, I got a couple big things about the Eagles. One, you know, we traded the Dolphins picks originally, and they ended up taking Jalen Waddle, which a lot of Eagles fans wanted. But then for the Cowboys of all teams, the Cowboys, to trade the Eagles, their pick, because obviously they got fucked from the cornerbacks they wanted. They both got taken back-to-back before the Cowboys could take one. So, you know, Dallas is scrambling last minute. They trade the Eagles up, up to number 10. Thank God we get Devontae Smith. But the theme I've really noticed is all of these guys – their college quarterbacks are getting reunited with their college wide receivers. I don't know if that's a trend, but we saw three notable first-round guys happen. You know, not just Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. You had Jamar Chase and Joey Burrow, and then uh, Jalen well, Waddle. And then you had, Tra- you had Trevor Lawrence. You had Trevor Lawrence and getting his running back, Tyler Etienne. Or, I always fuck his – it's not Tyler Etienne. I think it's Travis Etienne. I always fuck yeah. his first name up. But the running back out of Clemson, they grabbed him in the first round as well. Yeah, Andrew had Tua and Jalen Waddle, and I also want to give a shout out to Kenneth Gangwell, my boy uh, at University of Memphis, who did get drafted with the Eagles. I do know him personally. He's been dealing a lot with COVID. He actually had eight family members die of COVID, so he sat out. Uh, but it's going to be a great, definitely a great year for football. And you know, I just want to say we hammered. We were one of, uh, we're one and zero for last week's locks for the draft. You know, if you guys remember, I said Jamar Chase top six, lock that in. That was a lot. Yeah, and that was a lot. And I was a little bit hesitant on it. I thought they were going to go with the, the offensive lineman there, Panay Sewell. But obviously the Lions got him, which I'm incredibly happy about. And so this, I guess, brings up the question. And I have a pretty interesting take, but I want to grab your, your take here first on it. Who won the draft? Oh, I can tell you this. The Cincinnati Bengals lost the draft. And you got to protect Joe Burrow, man. Just to not – I understand – that there's, you know, some once-in-a-generation talent and you got to take them. But whenever you have Joe Burrow, a quarterback you have to protect, you have to get an offensive lineman. And so he, just tore, as, he just tore his ACL, too. You exactly. figured that would be their first priority. And, you know, look at it like the Andrew Luck situation. The year they finally got an outstanding offensive lineman, uh, line, he retired. He was just fucking sick of it. They yeah. should have done it sooner. But as far as winning the draft, that's a tough question. Uh, I, I would say – Honestly, you know, this is biased, but the Eagles did pretty good. Uh, I, I don't really care too much about other teams to really keep up with how they did. I have been busy in Philly, but I also want to say another loser was the Jets. Zach Wilson's going to be a fucking bust, man. You can't have a guy from Utah, born and raised, dropped off to the most scrutinized media market in the, uh, all of football. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, the Jets, I think, had a rough go at it. I, and this was interesting. I was going to take – I was going to pick – as far as losing the draft, I was going to pick the Patriots just because, again, Mac Jones, I think, is going to be the worst player to ever even touch a football in the NFL. And, again, I'm writing that down. I'm going to have a poster in my room. 
that it's just going to be a picture of Mac Jones, and I'm going to wake up and throw darts at every, at, at every day. And so I obviously hate this guy. Uh, but as far as who won the draft, I'm going to say the Bears. And it's strictly because in the first round they decided to trade up, and they still got Justin Fields at number 10. I mean, I think that's I, I think Justin Fields should have gone number one. Obviously, I'm really high on this guy. Uh, and, and to get to get this guy at 10, I think was a huge win for them. And they ended up winning the draft with that. But at the same time, if you're going to ask me who lost the draft, I'm going to say it's the Bears as well. It's just because the trade, unfortunately, for the trade that they had, they just gave up too much. I mean, I, I forget what it was. You know, obviously, they had the 20th pick in this year's draft. They gave that up to move up uh, 10 spots which I don't even think they really needed to because obviously yeah. the uh, the Cowboys, I don't think we're going to take a quarterback. They just secured Dak. Uh, the Giants obviously aren't going to take a quarterback. I guess maybe the Eagles would have taken a quarterback. Maybe they would have taken Justin Fields. Not sure. But, again, they gave up the first round this year. They gave up their first round next year. They gave up a fourth round next year. And they gave up another sixth round this year. So four draft picks to move up you know, from 20 to 10. I don't really see the sense in that. But again, they also won because they did get Justin Fields. So a little bit of a little bit of confusion going on there. But <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you a question about those quarterbacks drafted. Sorry to cut you off. Which quarterback yep. that was drafted this year is in the best situation to win, and which one? It's got. Win? I mean, it's got to be Trevor, obviously, just because. Again, I know me and you are both big on Urban Meyer. I think he's got a pretty solid defense there, and I, I just think Trevor is like a Florida guy. He's got the long hair. And I, I just think he's going to do really well in Florida playing for the Jags. Um, but other than Trevor Lawrence, I would say, oh, man, it's tough just because, again, with, with Justin Fields, you know, he's surrounded by bums. Zach Wilson surrounded by bums. I mean, if we're being honest, it's got to be Mac Jones. He goes to the Patriots to play under Bill Belichick. That's going to be great, but he's going to fuck that up royally. But I mean, what do you think? Who's got the who's got the best situation? I would have to agree Trevor Lawrence because Urban Meyer is going to work with him just being a college guy. But as far as the worst situation, I'm going back to Zach Wilson. Man, the Jets are a dumpster fucking fire. I don't know any single weapons on the Jets, and I don't want to hear no bullshit like Perry Man, which I believe is on the Colts, because uh, I can't even name you one Jets weapon. I don't hear any. Bullshit fans call in or reply and say, oh, well, you guys always hate on the Jets because it's, you know, the mainstream thing to do. No, the Jets are a fucking dumpster fire. I don't care if they get Patrick Mahomes. The Jets aren't going to make the playoffs. And yeah. Zach Wilson, I'm not high on Zach Wilson. Fuck. Damn. But, uh, error. Philly's just got an error. It sounded, it sounded like Bryce Harper just got hit. People were not happy about that. <laughs> I think these guys are Zach Wilson fans behind me. <laughs> yeah, they probably heard you. They're like, dude, you're going to get kicked out of there. You're going to get booted out of that game. I saw – also, I want to address something about baseball. I saw not one, not two, but three grown men today in Sam Darnold jerseys at the game. Why the fuck are you going to wear a football jersey of not even the same city of the team? To a- not even the same city, but, I, I mean, I got to imagine it was a Jets jersey, right? Yeah, So, so let me ask you this. Is how lame on a scale of zero to ten do you rate wearing different apparel, different teams to the ballpark? Oh, that to me that is the number one. That's the number one cardinal sin. I mean, I, I will never again. I, I'm a huge Detroit sports fan, and I, I would never wear Detroit sports apparel to like a fucking Coyotes game or to whatever it is. I, again, I, w- I would rather just wear a T-shirt that has, like, the, the NHL logo on it or something like that. And especially if, if you're not only crossing teams, you're crossing cities. 
and you're crossing sports. And not only that, but you're wearing a fucking guy who doesn't even play for the team anymore. So it's a little – that's a little <laughs> strange if you ask me. I mean, if, if you really think of the concept of wearing jerseys in general, you know, it's one grown man wearing the name of another grown man on his back. It was always kind of a weird situation to me, but I guess that's just how sports is, right? Definitely. And uh, as far as phone calls go, we do not have any this episode just because of the situation we're in. But uh, we will include the phone number hotline in the description of this as well. Sweet it out. Yep. And obviously, as you guys can tell, too, we're not going to be doing a video debut on this one. Again, just, you know, circumstantial. And yeah, the, uh, I'm going to throw the, the, the phone number in the, in, the, um, in the description here for you guys. But yeah, we don't have any phone calls to go over today. But yeah, if you guys want to give us a call, let us know, you know, what your team did for the draft, what you guys think, um, you know, they could, they could have done better, maybe what they, they really did well on. Of course, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. But before I let you go here, Spaz, I got to say one thing. And it's, you know, it's something that me and you have both been really high on. And it's the Lakers. The Lakers have just consistently struggled here down the stretch. Are we still big on the Lakers? Are they still going to win the championship? I honestly don't know. LeBron's out tonight against the Nuggets. Nuggets are currently a five-point favorite to win, and that game is in L.A. It is very scary. Keep in mind, Denver doesn't even have Jamal Murray. So for them to be that big of a favorite without LeBron, and keep in mind, A.B.'s playing. But as far as the long-term success of the Lakers and the future of the Lakers, I would not, you know, uh, keep buying Lakers stock. At this point, I, I can see someone like the Jazz making the finals. I know a lot of people say – the Jazz are a regular season team, but the Jazz are in place this year to really make a run in the playoffs, depending on who they get in those early rounds. And they're really building around their core, and also they have a very deep bench. They're really starting to figure out. It's scary. As long as Donovan Mitchell can get his rest, I like the Jazz. I uh, Now, keep in mind, Jamal Murray's out for the Nuggets, but if Jamal Murray was healthy, I don't have the Nuggets beating the Lakers in a seven-game series. And, of course, you can never forget the Clippers, the boys across the street from them uh, who share the same stadium. The Clippers are, uh, you know, arguably disappointing this year. But with Kawhi and PG, you just never know. There's just so many teams out the West that it's hard to really sell the Lakers to win it all, especially to win the West. But as far as the finals go, I know you guys are getting sick of hearing it from me, but I, I'm all in on the Nets team. I'm, I'm a Sixers fan, but I'm all in on this Nets team. I think the Nets are going to win easily. Yeah, and I mean, again, I, I still got to say Lakers just because that, again, was my pick. I'm sticking with it. Not looking great right now. But there's one team that I want to ask you about, and it's the Suns. Can the Suns really make a run at this? Well, see, here's the thing. They did get hot last year in the bubble, and so obviously they're going to be good. Uh, when it comes to the playoffs. And they're, they've been doing really, 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 really well this season, better than a lot of people expected. But they were just so young, I can't see them going far in the playoffs. And also, they're so young that these guys are inexperienced. They don't have any playoff uh, experience besides you know, that bubble last year. I don't think it's sort of the year this year, but if they add one or – they're one more star away. Like, if you tell me they add a Jokic or an Embiid, yeah, Suns are going to win the fucking finals. But as of right now, no. I'm, right now, yeah, because I was looking at some of the odds, and the Suns are still, again, you know, they're obviously one of the best teams in the league right now as far as the record shows, but they're still, like, the fifth best team odds-wise to win the championship. So, I don't know. At least worth, uh, you know, something to throw something at. I think last I checked, they were plus 2,300. So, I, I don't know. I'm going to put a little something on it. Of course, I'm still big on the Lakers, but I'm not putting any more money into it. 
that's already been sh- that that ship's been sailed. I'm I'm in on it. I still like the Lakers. Uh, I guess to wrap this episode up, I gotta ask you. Of course, you know we're sticking with the theme, the floor of the week. Who are you taking? Man, I gotta take Major League Baseball just for that call last <laughs> night. The fucking refs are terrible, man. I don't understand the. Re- How are you gonna review something, and then you just fucking? I, the thing I don't get about baseball is either they review it and don't change anything at all, or they review it for an hour and then fucking change it. Yeah, so, uh, that is I'm that going, is one thing that they need to fix is the length of the reviews. Yeah, but I'm going MLB. What about you? I mean, obviously, this one's going to be obvious to a lot of you guys, but I'm taking the entire Patriots organization for taking that dumpster fire, Mac Jones, in the first round. I mean, you got to take you him, really I guess. Hate I, I hate the guy, but I think he's going to be a bust. So, again, you talk about making bad decisions. Um, you know, we got to, I guess, you know, fault the Patriots for making a, a terrible decision. And then something I, I just wanted to kind of, you know, brief you on real quick, too, or I guess ask you about real quick is, what in the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers? Before we go, yes or no, is he going to be a Packer at the start of the 2021 season? No, I think he's going to be a starter on Jeopardy, though. Oh, perfect. I he, Honestly, I don't I don't know that he would get that starting job. He might be third-string oh, Jeopardy will. host. No, no, no. He's for sure going to get it. I also want to give a shout-out to two guys. I'm sorry I don't have your Twitter names. You guys both won $50 for the NFL draft. You guys know who you are. We gave away – $100 this week because we had two of you auctions correctly predict the first, 16th, and 32nd uh, person who was drafted. So shout out to you guys. Stay tuned for more giveaways. Yep, absolutely. And so, again, those names, the first guy was Big Slim Betting. He was the first one to, to win the pick there. And, again, it was you just had to pick the first draft pick, the 16th draft pick, and the 32nd draft pick. And I, I didn't even think we were going to get one guy to get it, but – Big Slim Betting, again, that's going to be at Big Slim Betting on Twitter. He hit it. And then we also had a, had a second guy come forward a little bit later. And, again, it was all there. I mean, he had it. He had the right picks. Maybe he fell asleep on draft night. Maybe a too, you know, too many seltzers or whatever. But it's going to be at Derek Splash for also coming up with the correct draft, correct draft picks. And I don't know if that's his name because his at name is at Derek Splash. But then you go to his account, and his name is Jay Avila. So either Jay Avila or Derek Splash, whatever your name is, congratulations on both you guys. Of course, follow us on Twitter, at LockInBets, at Bad Beats, at Bad Beats Podcast. We're going to be doing some more giveaways, so keep an eye out for that stuff. But other than that, is there anything else you wanted to say? No, uh, this is Fast signing out from the Phillies game. Fuck soccer. Fuck soccer. Go Phillies, right? Let's go Phillies. We're for super sure. excited to, to hear from you guys again, and uh, peace out for this time. Peace out.